Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakudu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of March 22nd, 2019. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Luna. Hello, everyone. And that's it. Once again, we have another Dos Compadres episode. Gray got called in to work randomly, so I... Bye. <laughs> it's just us two. Yeah. But how have you been? How was, uh, was it Kansas? Kansas? Yes, it was Kansas, even though it was like maybe 15 minutes out. Like, I didn't go that far into Kansas, let's put it that way, but I still get to mark another state off my list. So it was awesome. If you guys don't know, I went to Nakakan to see Kamiki Aya as she was their live guest and did a her first overseas tour there, which was her two-hour one-man live, and it was amazing. You will hear me talk about this a little bit more in uh, maybe a special segment. Yeah, it so. should be out by the time this recording is out. So, so yes, you guys- you'll get to... You'll hear more about that. The only thing I didn't mention is if you were there for Saturday night, there was a really cool special guest, which I'm extremely disappointed I missed out on. It was me Sono from Day After Tomorrow. Ooh. I'm really upset about that because I have, I think I have most of Day After Tomorrow's albums and I actually have some of me Sono's solo singles. So I was a little upset about that. I didn't realize it was her until I saw Aya posted on Twitter and I'm like, is that who I think it is? And then I went to her Twitter and I saw Koda Misono. Like, oh, that's who I think it is. <laughs> it is who I think it is. So I was a little upset about that. But the Aya concert, which I went to see, was amazing. I have, I'm so lucky I got to go see that. It was a pretty good drive. I mean, it was maybe, with my driving, 3.5 hours compared to 4 hours. Let's just put it that way. I can get to places pretty fast. Um so Kansas was really neat. I liked the city I was at. It was really, really cute. And I'd really like to go back because it's the suburbs of Kansas City. So it was, uh, it was a great time. And I haven't fully recovered because I'm still exhausted. I'm house sitting and cat sitting. So and uh, you might hear the little jerk face wherever he went run around somewhere. And I'm calling him that because he's very, very mischievous. Meow, meow. Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's sleeping now. He's probably looking out the window, but he has some boxes he's been playing with, and his toy mouse is by me. So, <laughs> how have you been, Ken? I've been okay. Work is uh, work. Had a little scare earlier, but besides that, nothing much to speak about. I am applying to uh, try to get a new car, though, but it's a different topic for a different day. <laughs> If I could co-sign for you, I would, but I don't know how much my name would carry. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We're going to have to, uh, all three of us are going to have to co-sign something eventually. More on yes. that in uh, November, possibly. <laughs> yes. But, yeah. What have we been listening to since we list- missed you the last week? I'm s- suspecting Mikiaya stuff. Oh yeah, Kamiki Aya on the whole way to Kansas. I had a six CD changer. Thought I thought it had the car had an auxiliary cord. I drove. It did not, but at least it had a six CD changer. So I brought all my Kamiki Aya CDs and I put them all in there and could listen to them the whole way. And then on the way back, I listened to Nishino Kana with a little Kamiki Aya because trying to change CDs while driving is not very a uh, good idea. No, please don't. <laughs> we ca- we kind of need you whole for this podcast. <laughs> 
Exactly. So, um, but it's mainly Ben Kamiki Aya and a lot of Nishino Kana. I am on her fourth album. And so far I've listened to her first three albums at least two or three times. And I've listened to them before, but this is my re-listen after a while. And I will say I still know every single song on Thank You Love. I think I've listened to that album the most. Oh, wow. Which one is Thank You Love again? Is that... uh... It has Distance. It has Together. It has Flower. Uh, Okay. So, ideally, when we get to that, I think that's her strongest album, honestly. That one. The the one that would be second is the one before that. The Do one that love. has that's a yeah. really good one with Hey Boy, Moto, yeah. Yeah. Best Friend. Best friend, I talk with Tay. Um, mm-hmm. so I mean we'll get more on that next week. But there is just that I would say that the album that you were just listening to was her strongest album. Oh, I agree. I'm on Love Place right now, which is really good. But it something about Thank You Love, that was about when I first got into her, which I'll talk about on the next episode. So this is an album that as soon as I popped it in, I didn't want to take it out of my CD player because I that's I will just say that's probably my favorite album. So I've been trying to get through all her stuff and it's been really nice revisiting all her music. I can't wait to hear, you know, all of us together talking about that. And other than that, I popped in Chan Mina's I'm a Pop Single again because I freaking love that song. And I love the song Sober on it. And I was listening to Aimeon's newest album, Shinteki, Shin, Shinteki Sixth Sense as well last week, which is also very, very good. Uh, what about you, Ken? What have you been listening to? Um, Just a couple random things. Um, let me... My juicy playlist, like usual. I've been listening to a lot of the Bang Dream stuff, mostly because the the end of the second season happened this past week, so I was kind of in that into that kind of mood for just a little bit there. And um, besides that, there is just a couple things. I did pick up I did pick up Sunday Made J Soul's Brothers new single, which we'll talk more about in just a little bit. Um, I also picked up Edie's Shade EP, which I I really really like. If you guys, I'm so sad that we don't talk about albums all too much because the EP was a, technically a mini album, mm-hmm. but it's a really good album. I'd highly recommend it for you guys for something that wants something like. Very powerful vocals. Eerie just just has that to a dime, and it's something that I was like, mm. I kind of kept watch on her ever since I did the article a couple weeks back. But now I'm like, oh wow, I really want to get a lot of her stuff now. But besides that, I also got Tendre's new album that came out last year, and I've been just in the Tendre mood for just a little bit of that really hybrid R and B mix. So. Besides that, not too much. Just my usual. That and She is Summer, because I really want that new album. <laughs> but yeah, with that, let's move on to the news here. As usual, well, let's talk about the release schedules, or the release news that we did this past week. There was quite of a bit, so let's go into our first piece of news here. Is Millet takes us down the rabbit hole with her new EP. So she released... A brand new EP called EP Wonderland, or Wonderland EP, which is set to release on May 15th, and it'll be used for the upcoming animated film Birthday Wonderland, which will hit Japanese theaters starting May 
April 26th. Uh, we also have the trailer for it if you guys are interested. It will come with five tracks total with a th- with both a CD only standard edition and a and two limited editions, one which will have a anime slipcover case on it. The limited edition will have both a CD and DVD, but nothing much is changed from that. They'll have like the music video and the making of. I'm actually really excited about this because I enjoyed Millet's last EP, and this one sounds like it's going to be amazing. So I look forward to it. Yeah, you can go on our site and check out the trailer for the site and uh, for the movie, actually. And you can reserve the EP on our site through CD Japan. And going on, uh, talking about Shia's Summer, she is going to announce a brand new EP called Miracle Food, which will also release on May 14th. And with that, it will have six tracks total, and it will be her latest release since Hair Salon, which was back in August of last year, which was really good. I highly recommend people go and get that. It's so, so good. And like her other EPs, she will have a bunch of guest artists and writers to help compose it, such as Syrup and Kikeda, just to name a few. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Well, because in Kakeda's latest music video, she's in it. Uh, she is Summer. She's in it as one oh. of the background people. I didn't realize but, that was her. That is awesome. Yeah, it, I really, it, li- I really like them. Or I. Like, it took me a like while to realize it was her until I was like, "Is that Miko from She Is Summer?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure enough. Apparently, they're really good friends." Well, I think mostly because their style is fairly, fairly similar. So. That would make a lot of sense there. With that, it will also include her latest release song, Kimio Picasso no Mede Miratara. You can check out the PV for that song on our site, and you can also check the lovely, lovely track listing. And for those interested, she will also have a pair of One Woman Lives titled Food Court, which will one will take in Osaka Shangri-La Life's house, and one will take in the very famous Tokyo Liquid Room, both May 19th and June 1st, respectively. So if you guys are interested, go right ahead. Also, we also put the track listing on our site if you guys are interested. But yeah, with that, moving on to Lego Big Moral. I haven't heard that name in such a long, long time. But they announced that they will be uh, dropping a brand new album, interestingly titled Keith. On April 17th. <laughs> that is a really odd title because it's someone's name. Yeah. No, it's it's so fun. You can read just about it more on our site of why they chose it. But it's it's so funny. It's so so interestingly funny why they called it Keith. If you guys have a chance, just read the little escort that I have back on the site there. And, yeah, but it will be the latest release by them since March of 2017. And they also have a lovely, lovely new tour called Catwalk, which will start on May 1st and run through June 15th. You can check out the, the tour dates and sites on our site. You can also check out the track listing for Keith on our site also. A nice looking cat right there. Yes, it is. I guess that I wonder if they adopted that kitty. I wonder so. But yeah, going on up, it is Maria Takeuchi. I remember talking about her last November, I believe, mm-hmm. when, when she was doing her 40th anniversary tour. But now she announced that she'll be 
pretty much wrapping up her re-releases of her old RCA labeled um, albums, which was Beginning, University Street, Love Songs, Miss M, and Portrait, which Portrait, which is finally seeing the re-release of The Light of Day back on March 27th. Per the norm, not only will it will include the original 12 tracks on the album, but it will include several bonus tracks that Takeuchi did within several concerts back in the 80s, along with a small photo book. So I'm actually really excited because hearing those lives were actually really interesting considering how the 80s was done for the Japanese music industry and how they were able to rip it out, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I agree. I think that's really, really amazing. So, But yeah, you can pre-order Portrait on our site and order the 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 pre-released four. So Portrait Beginning... University Street, Love Song, I Miss M. So you're going to have every single album that she did with her old RCA label record, which was her first five records. So, And you can also check out the track listing and the lovely bonus tracks that she also put up. And next up, I am kind of excited that Gray's not here for this one. <laughs> this is just an inside joke between me and you, Luna. Mm-hmm. Yep, I know exactly what you're saying. Ooh, this video. This video. <laughs> and that is Sumie Uesaka sexually shows off what bone cubone actually means in her latest music video. So, she is a, a lovely seiyu who is not afraid to show off what sh- she got. Oh, yeah. She shows off what her parents gave her and has, n- or, or maybe what her parents gave her. Oh, well, I have a different opinion. <laughs> but uh, she, let's just say. She doesn't really leave much to the imagination on us. <laughs> yeah, so she, we previously reported that she would be releasing her 10th new single, and this will be the an, uh, opening for the anime that she stars in called Naze Kokuni Senseika. So she dropped the music video for this, and it hilarically shows these three boys and Sumide showing what Bonkyum actually means to those boys a bit in very comedic fashion (laughs) very anime like fashion because you'll see the blood spurting out of their nose and cartoon format so it just reminded me of when you know the guys are spying on a girl and you know yeah you see the blood coming out so very comedic very very funny yet yet a lot of sexual innuendos hidden in there (laughs) So come out with two standard editions, one with a regular Uesaka cover and one with the Naze Kokuni Senseiga cover, along with a limited edition, which will include not only the music video for on DVD copy, but additional unseen footage, and the imagination can just go crazy there of what that footage entails. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. you can check out the lovely music video on our site and uh, just... Make sure you turn safe search on. <laughs> yep. So the next bit of news we actually already covered, but it's Nishino Kana is married, and we actually talk a little bit more about this on our special segment as this is a big deal, and we wanted to take more time on this 
and kind of do a little separate segment on it. So I would recommend checking that out because we really dive into her getting married as this was a great shock for the industry. And since she, I mean, she went on hiatus and it's just, you know, with her being married, who knows when or if she'll come back. So you can hear more about that on our, on our point five special episode. And I forgot to bring up a new player for our little, continuing our little talk from that is, I guess, will we consider Mizuki and Nana a part of that also now? I don't, so Mizuki Nana has been so big in the industry. I mean, she's always charted. Yeah. And, and she consistently she, releases singles and Blu-rays. She And she plays for both fields. Oh, yeah. Albeit being both anime and anything that she's a part of, it's kind of like Uchida Maya, but Uchida Maya isn't as claim to fame as uh, Mizuki Nana is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mizuki Nana, I feel like, has a lot under her belt, too. So I could see she is a contender because she's someone who consistently releases, consistently makes the charts. And I mean, I don't see her stopping anytime soon. I really don't. So that's just my opinion. That I followed her career for years. I have, man, I have a lot of her Blu-ray releases. I don't have them all because she's way too many. But I have a good chunk of those. I have every single CD she's released. Single-wise, I'm still catching up. But I can see her as a huge contender now. So that's a good, that's a great point to hit up. And we'll actually bring something up about her a little bit later. But yeah, why don't you continue on your news there? All right, so the next is Bucktick kicks off the year with their number one, uh, their number zero live on Blu-ray and DVD. So I'm very, I'm actually really intrigued and excited about this because Bucktick has been in the industry for a long time. They're a Japanese yeah, rock they... band, and they're still going, and they still sound phenomenal. So this Blu-ray and DVD will be coming out on April 24th. Um, it was uh, the tour they held at Tokyo International Forum on July 26th, and it'll actually have four editions. So there'll be a Blu-ray and a DVD limited edition containing a bonus disc, and then it it also have special packaging and photo book, and also be a regular edition for both DVD and Blu-ray, and that won't have any extra content. But you can check out the track listing, which is pretty beefy. On our website, along with they released a live video, a video for it too, of a trailer of the tour. And it gives you like a good chunk of how this tour is going to look and be like, and it looks amazing. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to this because Buttek is such a, a mainstay in the rock industry for Japan. And I can't imagine what it's like to not have them. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm. I'm pretty excited for this release, honestly. I am as well. But yeah, with that, I believe it is me next. Mm-hmm. And that is... Oh yeah, of course it's me next because of this lovely article boosted our site quite a bit. And that is Jin Akinichi shows his thanks for his fans for his upcoming album. Popular sing- singer-songwriter Jin Akinichi announced earlier in the week that he'll be releasing a brand new breakdown new album called Thank You, which will be unleashed on May 15th. And it'll be the latest release by him since Bliss back in 2017. And it's used to as a fifth anniversary thing for his private label called Good Go Records. And it's pretty much to show his appreciation for his fans 
as who stuck by him through this new project. And I, I'll tell you this much. There's a lot of them. Looking at our numbers for the site. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll set to drop with 13 tracks, which is all composed and written by him. And I'll have three different editions. A CD-only standard edition, which will include a bonus 14th track at, called titled Can't Let You Go. With two CD plus DVD limited editions, simply titled Type A and Type B. While Type A will include two new music videos along with the making ofs, Type B will include his Toyosu Pit concert event, which he did last year. This is so. really exciting. I actually really like his wife. I Me love too. his wife, Kuroki Mesa. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sad he took her that. away. I'm still kind of mad about that, but, you know. <laughs> oh, well, I'm upset because she doesn't do music anymore, you know, because she's married and they have a child together. But I really do like him, and he has great dance moves. He's a great voice. I'm excited for this upcoming album, and I'm glad he's still doing great in the industry. All right, so it looks like the next one is mine, and we were just talking about Mizuki Nana earlier. So she's revealing, she revealed her, a special digest video for her Nana Clips 8 and we had kind of discussed this earlier as this is dropping on March 20th, which by now it's already dropped. So go, go buy your copy. I still need to. And it contains pretty much all her, cl- her clips ones, container music videos up until a certain point. This is from starting now until Never Surrender. And you can check out the full track list for this. There's also a bonus clip on here along with makings and TV commercials. Her Nana Clips series are amazing. And you can watch the special digest video, which is almost five minutes long. And they got some good clips in there. So you know what you're buying and it is worth it. You can pre-order the copy or actually order the copy on our website and check it out. But I mean, with the way she's releasing stuff, I I just see her sticking up there. And I guarantee this will make the Oricon charts for DVD and Blu-ray. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I can't wait. I know. I need to buy my copy. I haven't done that yet. I've been, I'm trying to save money, but I wasn't going to buy it, but I think I got to buy it. Yeah. Let me just take these next two pieces of news because you will have the last pieces. Perfect. Next, uh, the next two is actually Gray's, but since he's not here, well, I'll, I'll do it on his behalf. And that is Scandal unleashes the new music video for their upcoming song, Masterpiece. So, if you guys don't know, they released a brand new public label or private label called Her. And with their first single being Masterpiece stood out this week, March 27th. And if you guys don't know, they were under Sony and uh, things happened. <laughs> and they decided to switch over to this new private label. It's kind of a interesting label because they don't only do music they also do like artist stuff too like actual like paintings art i actually really find that interesting so i think that's pretty cool so yeah like the person that designed the cover for this is actually part of that label that's actually really neat i like that they're doing that with that and i want the tower i want the tower record version really bad Uh, the the poster one yeah yeah Uh, i really want that shirt Oh, and I got the special magazine edition, too. Uh, they got some cool editions. I wish if I could afford to buy them all. <laughs> so going into the four editions here, it'll come with two standard editions, one which is just a CD only, one which is just a Tower Record poster. 
And they will release with two limited editions, simply titled Type A and Type B. Type A will come with a special introductory magazine of what is her. And Type B will, will come with a L-size or Japanese-size shirt design of the uh, cover. So if you guys really like that cover design, I would highly recommend get the t-shirt. I I really like the designs that they do for these shirts. Like I really like the Shishamo shirt that they got with Shishamo 5. And I'm I really want that, that towel for the best of Shishamo. I might That's end so up cool. buying that. And it's designed. And it's basically um, has all the songs that are going to be on the album on that towel. So I'm like, mm, I really want it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But going back to Scandal. Not to undo outdo the lim- limiteds. The standard edition will also come up with a, a bonus a bonus track. So it's That's pretty not cool. Fair. That's how they get you to buy every single edition. So you get either the the magazine and the one with the poster. <laughs> I know. I, I it's tempting because the magazine would be really cool, but the t-shirt's also neat. But but the but the poster and actually, if you live in the U.S., it's really hard to buy from Tower Records unless you have Tenso, which is a boarding service. Yeah. Just a heads up, because I've used I've had to do that before. But yeah, you can pre-order. All the mu- all the different editions through CD Japan on our site, and you can check out the music video for Masterpiece on our site also. I don't know how I feel about it. I I've watched the music video. I I wish Gray was here because then we could talk about it just a little bit more. But honestly, I'm quite scared on the sales for this. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. I think I need to give it a, a few more listens or two. Yeah, I feel like one wasn't enough yet, so I'm gonna check it out again just to you know try to get the hype going for me for it too. Yeah, and you know I went I went with this with with Renford, our other our other writer for the site, and I'm really scared what what this is gonna do, what type of music they're gonna do with this private label, and if it's going to be quote enough good enough for their mm-hmm. fans. Because are they going to go into that really poppy rock stuff? Or are they going to go into regular alternative rock? Or are they going to branch out and try to experiment just a little bit more? Because they do have their own label, so they can technically call the shots with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm quite interested to see how this will sell. We won't know till about two weeks from now. So yeah, luckily, I'm hoping it charts, but we'll, look, we'll keep an eye on it and see. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. But yeah, going on up. It is Blue Encounter makes a brand new announcement. If you guys don't know, they are a four-member rock band that uh, they will be making a brand new mini album called Six. And I'll have a total of six tracks total and will be used as the band's 15th anniversary to, well, to celebrate it anyway. And with that, they will also release a, a new tour. It'll come with both a standard CD edition and a limited edition, which will come with both a CD and a shirt. You can pre-order both editions on our site and look at the music video for Freedom, which will also be included on the album. I am not familiar with Blue End Count, but I might have to check them out. So our next piece of news is Gang Parade is going major, which I didn't realize they weren't until <laughs> yeah, I found same. out. I, I they were under an indie record label and so and they've made the oricon and so this is a big deal because they've been making oricon for a while i feel like 
And so they are a nine-member Japanese idol group or unit. And at their Going Going Whack tour, which cracks the name cracks me up. <laughs> which <laughs> I'm sorry, it just sounds really funny. But this was held at Zeptokyo on March 19th. So recently, so they pretty much at that concert said, hey, we're going major and our debut single will be coming out April 17th. And it'll be titled New Gang Parade. So I feel like this is like a transition into a new era era because with their last album they had it was titled last gang parade so i feel like in a way they were hinting at something major was going to happen by that is you know their fourth album was their last gang parade album under i guess their indie label so this is you know like a new move forward toward you know a big chance to go in major and i'm excited for hearing this because i've liked what i've heard of gang parade and i know this is going to chart yeah, no, I am very surprised because, yeah, like I said, when we 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 talked about them a couple times in the past, and like I said, they break the mold of what Idol is supposed to be, and I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. They're very high energetic. They don't have. They don't fit that supposedly image of what Idol is. I completely agree, and I'm looking forward to this because I I really 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 liked what i've heard so this is exciting they already have a pretty vast discography from their indie days i mean they got some good stuff and they got a lot under their belt so coming out with this is a great start and i'm so happy for them and this will be really neat because we'll get to follow them since their major debut which is exciting it is very exciting and i i I I'm still in love with that one girl that just has the very shaven head. <laughs> it's bold, and you don't see many other, you don't see any idol groups doing that. Yeah, just breaking what supposedly idol is. And, like, a yeah. lot of them, you you, don't, you wouldn't think that, honestly. I, I agree, so it's exciting. And so our last bit of news is Devil Anthem. Shows us a second album, which is exciting. They are a five-member idol group. And they they have a very interesting personality with their group, which is which intrigued me. So on this album, they'll show up both their sides. So they have this cute look to them. and But they also have their little devil side with their little cute horns on there. So I kind of like that fact about them. <laughs> they have they take the angel versus devil side with their music and their looks. And I find that very interesting. So during their One Man Live Enter Awake Mode, which was held in December at Shinjuku Blaze, they had played several songs that are going to be in the second album. It is entitled Fake Factor. And it comes out on March 27th, so next week. And there are two new songs on this which is Fake Factor and Link. And I really like what I've heard from them so far. I think they're very interesting. And I'm curious how they'll they'll do, actually, on the charts. Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested. This is the first time I've heard of them, honestly. And I was quite surprised. <laughs> very, very surprised. I was, I was, too. I found out from a, from, a, from a couple of friends. I saw some posts and things. And I'm like, ooh, they look intriguing. So I'm excited for this and to try something new. And you can pre-order Fake Factor on our site. You can also check out the music video 
for the lead song Fake Factor on there. But yeah, I mean, with that, that was the lovely beast of news that we did today. Once again, you know, I really want to talk about the importance of the the lovely Kananishino stuff. I'm so mad, by the way. (laughs) I know, but... We could talk about it a little bit more, but at the same time, I mean, we did talk about it in that special episode for a little bit, yeah. but it's yeah, something we could go on and on about just yeah. because it's such a bit, it'll have a big impact on the music industry, I think. Yeah. And, you know, you can listen more to that on our little special point five episode there, but, you know, it is a huge shock to pretty much Sony's biggest cash, cash cow there. And... You know, that discussion of who's going to take the next solo female artist spotlight, so to speak, is going to be a discussion that we're going to have, all three of us are going to have to ta- talk about. I, I agree. But yeah, with that, let's move on to the Oricon. Once again, I am so sorry we haven't been able to do Indie Corner for like the past couple <laughs> couple weeks now, but it's mostly because we're retooling it into something a little bit much more interesting so hopefully you bear with us on that little tweak there but yeah with that let's move on to the orcon and this week is kind of interesting i wanted to hear your your talk about number 10 because you weren't here when we talked about it no i wasn't and so i liked it I was very, very surprised because I didn't didn't expect what it. I didn't expect what. I guess you could say it sounded like. I didn't know what to expect. It was very interesting. I felt like it was way different than USA. It was like a jump in a totally opposite direction. Yeah, and that is uh, "Sakura" by The Pump. Sorry about that. We forgot to mention what the song was. I I really enjoyed it though, and I actually liked the video a lot. I think the first few seconds, I'm like, mm, I don't know if I like this, but as I listened to more of the song, I thought it was pretty catchy. And I thought it was a really, really good song for spring because it had that music, very spring. And me- me- I'm trying to think of, I can't think of the word I want to say. It's like melody, me- mellow. The melody, I think, is what really took me that reminded me of the spring season. Mm. So I. I liked it a lot, and I wouldn't mind purchasing that one because I need a good spring song. But yeah, going on up, once again, it is Lemon. Oh, but I f- totally forgot to release the number. Sorry about that, the pump. They sold this week a lovely 12,693 points there. And going on up to number nine, once again, it is Lemon by Yunezu Kenshi. Not He's much we can there. say nope. about that. It was just released that, you know, over one year now. It made the top downloaded charts, but that's per um, Billboard Japan. So I don't know how accurate the how accurate the charts are compared to what we do with the Oricon here. But it is insanely just a juggernaut there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this week it sold a lovely fourteen thousand five hundred sixty-eight points, and going on up to number eight, it is I'm Young with Muddy Gold once again. I'm glad it's still chugging. I love that song. Love that song, and this is becoming becoming uh, Lemon 2.0 at this point. Yeah, it it really is. It's been on here for quite a while, and I think it's really because of her album that dropped in February. I think the song has really taken back its momentum. 
And this week it sold a lovely 15,589 copies. Not much more we can say there. And going on up, it is number seven with Wagamama de Go Kasamasanai Day by Oral Cigarettes. And the name cracks me up. <laughs> the name makes me laugh. The Oral Cigarettes? Yes. That's funny. <laughs> I, I like this song. I don't even remember if we talked about this in January, but I really did enjoy this. Oh, yeah. Mostly it was released uh, digitally in February in, in January. That's why. So I actually really, really liked the song. The video was very simple. So but I enjoyed the song a lot. It was I felt like it was kind of a breath of fresh air in a way because it was a little bit more unique than the usual. Yeah. Like, I'm so excited to see the oral cigarettes back on. Now you're making me laugh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they're. Our old Tammy Rock Band, they've been, I've kept my eye on them for like the last couple of years now, and they bring back that Visual K style without actually being Visual K-ish, because that just old traditional rock sound is mm-hmm. amazing. I but agree. Yeah. They sold a lovely 16,992 points. And going on, uh, once again, it is number six with Happy Birthday by Back Number. This thing also won't die. <laughs> Well, they do have their new album, that Magic, that's coming out on the 27th, I believe. So I'm not surprised it's still on there. Everyone's getting hyped for Magic. Yeah, I mean, it sold well digitally. Then it sold well physically. And then it went, it's going to probably get, sell Gangbusters as an album. Mm-hmm. So not much we can say about it that we haven't talked about it before. But yeah, it sold a lovely 19,434 points. And going on up, it's number five with Aurora by Bumpa Chicken. This is coming off the heels of the news that we did earlier last week. So. Can I say I loved Aurora? I like really, really loved this song. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. No, it's it's such a soothing song. It's like those Mm -hmm. really like you can get lost in the just the majesty of the melody with this. That's what did it for me. And the video is a little weird, but the song is just fantastic. I had to listen to it a second time because I just fell in love with it. The melody, just how that song took you into like a different place with your mind. I I loved it. It was it was fantastic. This was probably one of my favorite songs of the week. Yeah. No, it's simply amazing it's just simply simply amazing but yeah it this week it sold a lovely 24,398 copies and going on up it's kuroi suji by kiyakizaka 46 it's still going and i still love this song it's really good yeah i still love the song i bought it after our talk about a couple weeks ago and i i love it it's such a good song it's such a good Mm -hmm. song i agree and still chugging. But yeah, it sold a lovely 38,177 points this week. And going on up is our boy. It is our Inca boy, Hikawa Kiyoshi, with his song Daijobu and Saijo no Fune. This was interesting. I don't know what I thought of Daijobu because it was only about a two-minute clip for each song. Yeah. So it's interesting because Daijobu seems like it's a mixture of what modern Inca is. Well, yes. Um, Saijo no Fune is traditional. And I liked Saijo no Fuchi, F- Fune. Yeah. 
Fune better than Daijobu. And I think it was because I like the traditional Enka as this very relaxing. Well, I didn't know what to think of Daijobu. I was really mixed about that song. Yeah, I, don't... I, think, I think I need to listen to the full version of it. Mm-hmm. Before I can actually, you know, make a a passing judgment of it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But the, the the second song was such an amazing song. It's it's traditional Inca, and if you really like Inca, on oh, our boy here, he's an amazing amazing Inca singer. He is what the future of this industry is for Inca is going to be, and I, I can't wait. I can't I wait. Agree. Yeah, I really was so so good. I want a full yeah, version. Yeah, it was it was so good. I I really I really want to get like an like a I want to see uh, Shobu no Hanamichi live because seeing it on a Kohaku was just amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it sold a lovely forty three thousand five hundred eighty seven points, and of course, it's only physical copies because the people that would listen to uh, Inca. Probably wouldn't be getting digital copies. <laughs> True, but you know what? I still buy physical CDs. I only buy it digitally if I can't buy it physically because yeah. I, I like having a physical copy in my hand. Yeah. But that's just me. So maybe there's mm. younger people like me who do do that. But I can see more older people because my dad refuses to buy anything digitally. He yeah. will get everything on a physical CD because I tried to explain to him he could get this new album on Amazon Music. Because it's digital. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm waiting for the physical copy. <laughs> he's like, I need to listen to it in my car. And I, I tried to even explain, you can put it on your phone. Yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand. And I can see the crowd this hits. Because I don't know how many young people do listen to Enka. Yeah. It's, I feel like, really hit or miss with people. You either really, really like it or you don't. There's really no in-between with Enka. But yeah. Going on up. It is number two with, with Yes We Are by Sundai Maze, J-Soul Brothers. And I love this song. Oh, this is my favorite of the week. I'm going to say it right now because I love this song. I watched the video when it came out. I rewatched it again. I need it's to buy so this. Good. It's amazing. It's so good. It's so good. I, I bought it digitally immediately as soon as I watched the music video when it came out back on March. I was like, mm, mm, I need to buy the pre-order digital release for this. And I, I am so, so happy. This song is really good. Yes, it is amazing. And I highly recommend you guys checking it out. I can see this. I can never say the sa- Sandaime. Yes, yeah, Sandaime. Sandaime Soul uh, Brothers. I could see them being very, very successful in the U.S. just because of the style. Their dancing is amazing. Their music. I yeah. just love this. This is, it just blew me away. The song is a lot of fun. The video is extremely colorful. I, I yeah. loved it. Oh, my goodness. And the fact that Avex has the balls to be like, we're not doing that a two-minute preview. We're going to show you the entire thing. And that's what's important there. Yep. And they know, like, that's a good way to get an audience. And also doing that live stream of it and all those platforms, I feel like yeah. that also built a lot of momentum and got people excited for it. Yeah, I am so, so excited for what the future is for this group because their Kohaku uh, their Kohaku performance was so amazing and such an amazing way to kind of 
step into the international market. Not so all over Japan, but people who like to watch the Kohaku also internationally. It's a great way to kind of expose yourself here. Mm-hmm. I agree, and I I just love their their moves. They just got these classy dance moves. Just the music that they create with that dancing, it just coordinates so well. And I'm looking forward to seeing more from them. When an album drops by them, I'm going to be purchasing that. Oh, and by the way, when they're all in those suits, hot damn. They were looking oh, so yeah. good. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. I was sitting there like, mm, where's my popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was just like, oh, man, if I could pull off wearing a suit like that, like them, oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's so... It's so amazingly, nonetheless. If number one wasn't number one, I would assume this would have taken a lot more than it did. But yeah, not enough praises for the song. Mm-hmm. It sold a wonderful 93,666 copies. And going on up, number one is Jiwadu Days by AKB48. So this is Sashihara's last song. Or last single with AKB. So I actually like the song. I'm gonna say it. I... Wow! Wow! You, you surprised? Know what's funny? I am surprised because Gray did not like this song. <laughs> Gray did not this like this song because I I called him before before this because he 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 checked up on me because of my personal problem that happened earlier this week, and he was like, you know, I don't. It's surprising to say that uh, that I don't really like Shiwadu Days. <laughs> and I liked it. I, I don't like how it opened, but as I got more into the song, I actually watched it twice. It's, it's kind of like... liking it. It's, it's... You would watch it if it was in the background, or you would... It, like, you wouldn't change it. It's that... I don't know what to say about it. It's, it's like those kind of songs that you wouldn't... If it was on the radio and you turned on your car and it was on the radio, I'll give it a listen kind of thing. For me, this is a huge bookend for her career. And seeing pretty much Ghost of Christmas Past kind of up there on the walls. Because if you've never watched the music video, it has all of her previous outfits that she wore for all the music videos. So, like, seeing a couple of them, like, you know, I, I knew the one for... Ponytail Toshushu and Everyday Kachusha. And it was just like, man, she's been in the group for a long time. And and I know this is, it sold well because of that. I knew it was going to mm-hmm. sell well. Because I, that, I, I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. And I did like seeing that because it was like a nostalgia-like video. And I think that's why I liked it, too. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting because with that, it, pretty much Judina has to carry this company now. And I don't know if she can. I honestly don't think. It's it's sad. Uh, it's it's to kind of go into the news of what happened last week because they're not doing the Simbatsu. Mm-hmm. They tested the waters with it last year because Sachihara didn't. Sachi didn't join last year's the Simbatsu because of that. Because she, uh, I knew that she wasn't going to do that. If she never joined the Simbatsu this past year, she's probably going to announce her graduation fairly soon. And sure enough, it happened. But it's, uh, I don't know if Judina can carry this company because they're going to have to find a new number one. 
and I don't think Judina is it. Mm-hmm. So, because she can't be number one of AKB and number one of SKE because she has to choose a side. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it, it's it's interesting. I'll, I'll be watching AKB news is just a little bit more because of this. I wonder what their sales are going to be. I don't think they're going to make th- this big a splash in the industry. I think Chihuahua Days is going to be the last hit. Probably. And I thought it was a good a good way for her to go out. It was I, I liked the song better than some of the last AKB songs I've heard. I can't remember the last one I liked. Maybe Juichi Gatsuno Enkoreto might be one of the last ones I liked a lot. Yeah, that was like a year and a half ago now. Yeah. I know, but I mean, this one, I like it, but like, I'm not going to go out of my way and purchase it at the same time. It's one yeah, I it, really enjoyed it, and I yeah. thought it was better than the last songs by them, but I'm not by all means like, oh my God, I have to go buy it now. Yeah, like I said, I, I, the song is a good song, but it's not like I'm going to rush out and go and get it. It's mm-hmm. it's more like if it's on, it's kind of on, and I wouldn't mind it. Yep, and I had Not like if I was listening to repeated. Teacher Teacher or Sentimental Trainwreck. Oh, yeah. Or Jabba Ja, I still don't like that song. <laughs> but yeah, so. yeah, it it sold immensely. Regardless, it sold one million two hundred and sixty-eight thousand five hundred eighty-six points. There, that's going across the board here. I'm interested. What it just sold singles physically. So let me just take a peek at that real fast. I'm, and I'm not surprised it sold as well as it did just because it's. Sashi's last one. Wow. Only 6,000 copies different from digital releases. So Everyone probably one of the bonuses. Probably. No, because, yeah, I... I have... I have type A because I knew this was going to be important. The... That has all of Sashi's... um, All of her solo songs on it. And I I thought the solo songs were much better songs in my my personal opinion. Mm Mm-hmm. But I would want to get Type E because it has that amalgamation of both AKB, the 48 family, the 46 family, and iZone. I want to hear that amalgamation <laughs> because mm-hmm. I want to see what that style is going to be. But, it, yeah, it sold amazingly. Let's um let's take a peek at the albums real fast. Oh, that's what I was doing. I'm a little ahead of you on that because I was super curious how, you know. How everything was looking. Okay. So, oh, Funky Flag, 1OK Rock, they're still on there. 1OK Rock is starting their, or they're in the middle of their international tour, their U.S. tour right now. So, I'm not surprised about that. I'm Young is still there. Silent Sirens. <laughs> okay. So, this is amazing. This is kind of big news. So, Silent Sirens. Released their new album, and we, we talked about it previously. It's a 31313. Mm-hmm. So, Bang Dream Girls Band Party, they did their cover album. This is their second volume. That's number six, and Silent Siren reached number seven. Bang Dream th- did that in four days, while 313 did, or by Silent Siren, did that within one week. So, the, That's crazy. Th- the buying power of Bang Dream right now, because it, it, it did crazy numbers. So it's it's interesting to see that here. Uh, Sumika Chime, I have to get that. I have to get Sumika Chime there. Twice. Twice is still on there. Ooh, sexy zone. Yeah. Oh, sexy zone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh yeah, they Pe- killed it. People still love their Johnnies, and I'm still surprised to see their 
photo on a public site. <laughs> Pages selling that lovely 121,000 copies there. Jesus Christ. But, yeah, I mean, I guess that's pretty much it with us on our end. Is there anything that we want to bring up? Um, just a reminder, we're going to be having our Nishino Kana podcast soon, so be prepared for that. Get excited. But that's the only thing I have. Yeah, um, I'm... Don't forget, if you guys do like our .5 episodes, kind of give us a ring about what we want to... For big news, kind of like the Nishinokana stuff and like things of like that nature, I figure we'll start doing that a little bit more often. So if you guys like that format, just let us know. But yeah, um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ongakudu. You can follow the site at ongakudu.com. Which I am very, very happy. So thank you to both you and Gray there. And thank you. Uh, Teamwork always makes it work. Yep. And you can check out our affiliates, Koryu Hunter. He is our Japanese Twitch streamer and our living mailbox. He streams a bunch of scary, spooky games. I got him the other day because he was playing a spooky game and I did his... uh, subscribing and his subscriber song is the the walk the dinosaur song and i caught him on a tense moment he jumped (laughs) (laughs) so yeah you can you can catch that i'll I'll send you the video for that later (laughs) oh i can't wait that's gonna be awesome yeah but you can catch him on twitch.tv slash koryu hunter k-y-o-r-y-u-h-u-n-t-e-r and you can check out our other affiliate timber taff who's a a streamer in his own right. He started to do Dark Souls and all that lovely little things. Tr- trying not to be frustrated and die a lot. But yeah, you can catch him at twitch.tv slash TimberTav. T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. And you can support us on Kofi. Push that little red button there. Give us a little something if you guys want to. It helps. Every little thing helps out. And it gives me a cup of coffee to help manage the site pretty much. So besides that, you can let us know how we're doing at ongakudu at gmail.com. You can find me at otyken1. You can find Gray at ongakugray. And where can we find you, Luna? You can find me at lunamaria87. On Twitter and on Instagram, you can find me as Nerdy Collector Luna. Oh, yeah, and you can also find our Facebook page at facebook.com slash ongakudu. Come join our lovely little family there. But, yeah, I want to thank you guys very much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakudu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. This is Luna signing off for tonight. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Matane.